Welcome to the good, the bad, and the horrible. A weekly podcast where OG millennials have honest and candid conversations about dating, sex, yes, butt stuff, relationships, entanglements, and everything in between. Starring your host, Scarlett Prynne. Pull those anal beads out slowly. This is not a lawnmower. You don't want to hit a snag. (laughs) And featuring guests, Hazel Goddess. If you're not at least nine inches, you're not getting on this ride. (laughs) Coco Jazz. I do some really freaky stuff on Sunday. (laughs) Athena Ludus. Going without deck is like being in a desert surrounded by water and you refuse to drink. So I kind of teased in a prior episode that we were going to have a discussion about monogamy versus non-monogamy. And we have the perfect two ladies for this discussion here today, Hazel and Athena. We also have me and Coco in the room. But the reason I say the two of them are perfect for this is because they got into this discussion. Now, we might have all been a little drunk at the time. (laughs) A little tipsy. So this may not be quite to the drunk version that we were having on Coco's birthday, but I still feel like it's worth revisiting because I remember sitting there. We all went to Lana's hotel room for the after party. Shots were flowing. (laughs) Yes, the shots were flowing. I remember I was sitting in the middle of the bed and all of a sudden somehow we got into this discussion of monogamy versus non-monogamy and you guys were going at it and both of you had great yeah. legitimate points and I just remember in the middle of it going we have to do this on the podcast <laughs> and finally I, finally and we, we made it happen yeah yes, here we are so obviously awesome. Hazel she's been on the show many times is non-monogamous mm-hmm. as am I mm-hmm. and Athena is monogamous as is Coco yes so we've got two people on both Perfect. sides here to Perfect. represent yes yes <laughs> exactly right I feel like we should have one of those bells that they do at the beginning of the <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> <laughs> and go <laughs> so my whole thing about I, I was monogamous most of my life and only really in the last two years have been non-monogamous mm-hmm. so Obviously, I have been on both sides of this, and I see merits to both sides of it. Um, For me, a lot of it was that feeling trapped in my marriage. So it was kind of multidimensional. I felt very trapped and like I really didn't have any options because I felt very committed at that point to making it work. Absolutely. And that was a very honestly awful feeling to have and i can relate to that you know i was with my ex-husband for 17 years oh yeah i didn't know you were previously married yeah we got together i was 15 and got divorced i was 30 so for me that's how it started but i would say since then in the last two years that i've been non-monogamous it's developed into such a more wide perspective on why there's value to that as a lifestyle much more beyond just i feel trapped right um but in the beginning i think it was more of just a coping mechanism it was just survival for me at that point i think yeah but now that i've been doing it for two years i see how it is actually a legitimate and arguably even a higher form of love to be able to tell your partner absolutely it is 
completely okay for you to go get this pleasure elsewhere. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to come from me. For from my perspective, I feel like I definitely agree. I feel like in order to have a relationship like that, you have to be comfortable with yourself. You know, whenever you're in something like this, it's not a place for you to not feel confident about who you are and where you stand in your partner's life. So if you have insecurities, I wouldn't suggest this lifestyle. Whether you have an insecurity about yourself or him or your relationship. Right. Because to me, that comes from a place of unconditional love. I love you so much. I would not want to take a sexual experience, something that you want to experience from another person away from you just because we're together. Well, and even beyond that, there is something incredibly freeing about being able to say to yourself, I don't have to be all things to this person. Absolutely. I don't have to meet everyone in their It's amazing feeling. Like I can have a headache tonight and not feel bad that I'm depriving you because you can still go get what you need. Absolutely. So there's something incredibly freeing about the fact that I don't need to feel like I need to meet all your needs. And, and that's exactly how I feel because especially in a long-term relationship, you do so much growing and you're not necessarily always growing together in the same places. So if I'm growing, and yes, we're still growing together, but we're still growing separately as individuals. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if I don't want to be fucked in the ass that night, then I'm okay with with standing behind that and not feeling obligated right. to do it. Babe, go fuck Becky with the good hair in the ass. <laughs> Come home because I'm making brisket sandwiches. Well, and I've heard you know? story after story after story of sexual incompatibility where one partner wants something that they fantasized about. They love yeah. it. The other partner just doesn't dig it. So in a non-monogamous situation, you don't have to be deprived of that. Right. Go find someone else that loves it. Right. I don't think it's fair for for someone in a relationship to not explore their sexual side just because they're in the relationship. Obviously, there's boundaries within that relationship. Mm-hmm. But to just flat out say, like, I don't like giving head so you're never going to get head unless it's your birthday. Yeah. To no, me, that's that's, that's selfish, that's not fair. right? For him to go without that if he really enjoys it. Right. Um, it's really interesting points. It, it's, you know, it's not something that I can come in and say, well, you're wrong. You know, I don't genuinely don't feel that way anyway. When someone's in a situation, they have to find what works best for them and for their partner. Absolutely. And I think it's vital that you... And I was talking about this with Coco the other day, that we connect with our feelings, with what our heart needs, Mm -hmm. and what our intuition is telling us. I think we would all agree with that. Yeah. Right. And and whether it's saying, okay, then poly lifestyle is, is appropriate or the monogamous lifestyle is appropriate, then honor that and respect that. So, um, there's two things, you know, firstly for me, um, it's, I'm, I'm not dating. Right. So I kind of had a lot of time to think 
about relationships and see friends or family members or read or be in groups and trying to understand different perspectives. Um, And for me, I've, because I have not had a man that has said, I will commit to you and I find you valuable and I want to commit and devote to you. That's something that I feel I have a longing for. Mm -hmm. And I want to have a man that's going to say, okay, I see you for who you are. I see your quality and I want to provide and protect and cherish your heart and devote to your heart. And I think that's something that deeply intuitively I am longing for. But does that have to be mutually exclusive? Couldn't you have that and a non-monogamous setting? That's an interesting question. Um, I think for me, probably not because... I think devotion to me looks different. Um, so to you, the definition of devotion is exclusivity. It's exclusivity because they are satisfied with me. So you feel that you can satisfy your man sexually every every sexual need that he has at, throughout the entire relationship? I would like to believe we can walk that road together and discover if that's the case. So if he's told you, right, mm-hmm. I love you. I'm everything that you need, but I want to explore with other people. I hate to bring this into it because I don't want to categorize other people who believe in monogamy as insecure Mm-hmm. because I don't believe that that's the case. I don't think it's you're insecure, you're not insecure, and therefore you're a poly or a mon- monogamous. Yeah, it's but, not that simple. Right, it's not that simple. It's not that black and white. But I do believe that for me to feel secure with my partner, I would like him to, and I'm not, I don't live in a vacuum where I believe uh, he'll never look at another woman that's attractive in the street, or, you know, I, I don't expect him to just be this Athena only. So. You know, I don't expect that. I'm realistic. But for me, I feel it's a matter of if a man is a dominant man who's a leader, who leads with integrity and character, and that's something I'm really looking for, then they're going to. Good, good. Yeah. We we all should be. (laughs) Right. Uh, I think there's a part of him that it finds pleasure in giving all of himself to one woman. I'd like to believe that that's a natural instinctual thing in a man that they meet someone that they find is valuable enough to throw their lives and their provision of all kinds of provision um, towards this woman and build a life with her. And that brings tremendous pleasure because she's able to receive, receive him, his leadership, his masculinity, his dominance, his provision, his protection. And that satisfies him. But is it possible that for a man to want variety, it isn't it doesn't make him less of a man or less character or a provider or more. I would even argue. And and this is not me as a psychologist or any Mm -hmm. kind of authority on this topic. But I would argue that some of this is personality, too, that there Mm. are personalities. And I'll put myself in this category that appreciate variety in Mm -hmm. all things in life. Yeah. And when I really examined this, I thought about myself because I, I've dealt with a lot of shame and I've, I've talked about mm-hmm. that in different episodes that we've done that I've, I'm working. I'm on a journey now of unraveling 
the shame. Mm-hmm. And this is one area where I really had to examine what do I believe about this? Mm-hmm. And when I look at other areas of my life, there are so many things that I do in my life because I crave variety. Right. I, I've never stuck to jobs very long. Even mm-hmm. my my entrepreneurial endeavors. This is one area where I always felt like this is a piece of myself that's bad mm-hmm. because I can never stick to anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I finally started changing my narrative about that to say, what if this is actually a good part of me? Absolutely. What if I actually embraced this, that I love variety and that it actually is a part of me that makes me me and it's a facet of me that's actually a good, valuable thing, right? That I could embrace this. Yeah. That the fact that I get bored easily is because probably because I'm not challenged, right? Absolutely. I've run, I've, I've started this business endeavor. It was challenging at first, but now it's, you know, we've gotten all the cogs working and it's flowing and now I'm bored. I want yeah. something new. I need Same. a new challenge, right? That is part of my personality. And what if instead of feeding into this self-narrative that that makes me a bad person because I can never stick to anything. I just embraced that. And this is one area that totally fits into my personality by saying, you know what? I am not monogamous because I love the challenge. Those guys that give me the challenge, (laughs) that is fun. Right. That is fun. Yeah. So it's fun to always have that new and that exciting. It's like going to Baskin Robbins, right? And you've got all the flavors, right? Right. Today, what do I want? Butter pecan, Rocky it's Road. So great! It's it keeps things spicy, and you can still have a main relationship yes. and explore. It's I, I say this all the time. It's like like Devin said, it's like a buffet. Yes, and you're only he was eating about those crab legs. <laughs> you're only eating crab legs when, whenever you're going through life and you're forty. Who knows how long you're going to be with this person to say, while you're with me, you can only eat crab legs for for the rest of your life. I love crab legs, just like I love teriyaki chicken. I don't want to sit here and eat crab legs for the rest of my life because I'm with you. I don't want my partner to eat crab legs every day until he dies because we're married because he's with me. I love him so much. I understand you're always going to come back to crab legs. You're going to go get this rice. You can go over there and try this mm-hmm. chicken and the steak. But at the end of the day, you absolutely love crab legs. What were you going to say, Coco? Well, I, I guess with me, it's just very different because when I'm with, and this is just my perspective, but when I'm with the right man, I don't desire to be with anyone else. Like, I don't want to even think, I'm not even thinking about having sex with someone else because I'm so into the person that I'm with. Okay, let me ask you this, Mm -hmm. right? What, and for both of you guys, because we've both been in long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. 10 years plus, right? Yep. Yep. How, what is the longest relationships that you guys have both been Um, in? About a year and a half. I was living with someone for about a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we it was, and then we were still involved for many years after that, but not like officially, right? So, so that was a very long, drawn out. Is it situation. possible to say 
the reason why you feel these this way is because you haven't been in a position to where you've been in a monogamous relationship for years at a time consistently. Well, I'll say this. Um, I don't, I'm very impatient. So I don't take a lot of shit. And so if stuff is not going right for me, then I'm about to there. So it, whenever you say going right, is it more of like you need to be in control of how the relationship goes? Uh, I wouldn't say in control of how the relationship goes, but mistreat. I have a certain like because I've never been like mistreated or anything like, you know, like a guy's never hit me or barely raised their voice. But I, I believe there's too many people out here in the world for me to just settle with dealing with a lot of drama. So after if we're not talking about marriage in about a year, then I'm about right because. But- but what is a ha- but so, even if you find someone that you connect with in a year mm-hmm, and you guys are together for five years and he comes to you and says, babe, I totally love you. We've built this amazing life together. Mm-hmm. However, our sex life has gotten stale. We've tried everything from toys to spicing things up. I think it's best. I think it would be great if we open up our marriage. I'll be about. So you would divorce. So you're saying that you fully believe in your entire existence that you can please your man on every sexual level throughout the different stages of his life. Yes. Mm. I think there's a really important thing to do is step back and look at the motives behind each of these decisions. Um, You're absolutely right. You know, and I feel invalid sometimes with my opinions about things because I have not had a long term situation where sex became a problem. Uh, I think sex is vital to your emotional connection with your partner. You cannot uh, forsake that part of the relationship and expect to be in a healthy or happy marriage. And I don't believe anyone should be damned to that kind of relationship. Um, And I think that's why I'm pretty adamant. And just a side note in that once I'm with someone who I feel, okay, we we're committing to each other. This is a good thing. And we're both going to grow to a better place. I don't like, there's no hold bars, whatever you want to do, I'm down to try. Um, and I know that there is a, you know, if I'm telling him he, you know, and I I don't want to say I'm telling him, but if I'm expecting that this man, or, you know, I'm going to hold him to his word where he's committed to me exclusively I am not going to expect him to go without sex or without great sex. I'm going to do everything I can within my power to provide that for him. Um, And I believe in receiving him and him receiving me, there's a lot that we can do to connect and have that. Now, okay, I don't know that in 10, 15, 20 years, um, shit, it's not going to work. And then what would I want at that moment? I can't right and i can't speak from that so imagine but i do think i i understand i understand your point absolutely and i think there's a big difference in the motive so you mentioned um that you are the type to like variety that you bounce around from thing to thing that has been me most of my life um 
And I've always said I can't stay in one career, one path for too long. It drives me crazy. I can't take the same route home every day on my drive or stop in the same store. I love exploring. I Mm -hmm. love traveling. I want to see and experience as much as possible. Right. So I think if your motive is that, and it's just part of your personality and who you are, then more power to you. Do what you want. Explore what you can with respect to your partner and them both, you both being in, in unity about this decision, right? So that you're not emotionally wounding each other, but you're able to explore, right? What you're interested in, what he's interested in. More power to you. I think it, there is a fine line between that personality type and the personality type that is dependent on approval, for more than one partner. So there's a lot of men out there, say, if they are, you know, they claim to be monogamous and women too. And they're in a relationship and they realize, oh, there's a man over there that I want that that is showing me some attention. And I think I'm going to go for that person or vice versa. The man sees Mm -hmm. a woman. Oh, you know, that woman's paying more attention to me than my wife. You know, I think I want to check this out. Yeah. That may be stemming from a lack of self-confidence a lack of approval from their partner um it could be stemming from a wound as opposed to a very clear understanding of i want to explore more people i think it's also boredom you can Mm, only cook chicken yes okay so it's like it's like chicken you yeah you can cook it different ways but at the end of the day you're still eating chicken yeah okay that's okay chicken's pretty good though <laughs> yeah but are you are you want you can do a lot with chicken right but chicken. if you're eating chicken for 15 uh-huh. years no, yeah, you can only tired. jazz it up so certain you here's know? a question now because i have a hard time believing or rather, rather I'm, I'm curious about i should say and i feel like and maybe i can't speak for all monogamous couples but i do feel that there's a curiosity for people who live the poly lifestyle. I think there's plenty of data that has shown that that doesn't that relationships don't tend to sustain once they open to poly. Um, well, I think I that's a keyword that. there. If they're starting monogamous and then going non-monogamous, I think that is probably has a lot less success rate. Right. I, there's probably one partner that's really I not completely. I this is the reason why I disagree. I have been in this lifestyle for eight or nine years now. Mm-hmm. And I know so many couples, married couples. That did they married, start monogamous or did they start non-monogamous? Both. Okay. Right. And a lot of the time I have, I know this one couple, they, they met in LS. Mm-hmm. They've been together 25 years. Wait, LS? Yes. Lifestyle. Okay, yes. okay, okay. They've been married 25 years and they're still living their best life together. And are they, and so they were poly from jump? Yes, they met at an LS event, okay. right? Okay. Just like I've met people who started out monogamous mm-hmm. with knowing from the very get go, hey, let's build a solid foundation and we're both open to exploring but sexual like, experiences with other people. But that sounds like even though they were monogamous, they still had the same mindset that they would open it up later. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's and, different from going into a relationship thinking that you're going to be monogamous always 
and right. then one or the, I, yeah i'm not talking about it, that one or the other has to bring this up first right right yeah but i'm talking about strictly people within the lifestyle community that right. i've met over the years right what so, i'm saying is i think that there's probably a le- lesser success rate when it starts monogamous and then someone brings it up later right then starting in a poly with mindset. no with with them meeting with no ls involved right. in the future absolutely most people are conditioned to be monogamous that's what we were told well, as, that's as our, our kids, society right, right? Exactly. our society as a whole that's right. the acceptable exactly structure so when whenever people have already broken out from being conditioned to that whenever they do meet a partner it's either it either goes one or two ways for the most part hey we're going to join this union and we're always going to be open from the jump or we're going to get to know each other. We're going to build a solid foundation first. We're going to fall in, you know, typically fall in love, build something with substance and literally learn each other and then say, all right, we're good. We're comfortable with each other. Let's go play together. And those couples, again, have been married for 20 something years. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. I've met more than mm-hmm. a dozen of them, that couple. A lot of those couples, it's, it's, it, it um, makes their relationship better because it's not, they're not eating chicken every day. Right. You know, you're together five, six years. Your man can only fuck you so many ways. I you think, know, I think um, there's a difference. Like you mentioned conditioning. We're all conditioned in one way or another. We're conditioned to wear clothing. We're conditioned yes. to believe we shouldn't murder anyone. We're conditioned for a number of things. Um, you know, some people were conditioned that to say that the, the vaccine was is a good thing. Some people are conditioned to say, nope, the vaccine's not a good thing. So you have to go a little deeper than that and say, well, well then what is your... Um, what is your conviction? Where does your heart really feel authentic? For me, it would be literally understanding that it's, you have to remove the ego for me personally. Mm-hmm. You have to remove the ego of saying, I can be everything for you all the time for 20 years. I don't even think it's so much that, Hazel. So I think it really... I said for me. Mm-hmm. For- to me, that's a... To me, that's right. an ego thing with believing that one man can please me all the time or vice versa. Ego, for but me, I don't the, think most people think of it that way. Honestly, I think for well, the most part. I'm just saying, for example, Coco, she said she believes within her entire being that for 20 years, 30, 40 years, she can be please. She she's the only one that can please her man through all of his stages of life, through every sexual encounter that he wants to have. I'm not saying every time is going to be perfect or great. I'm not saying perfect, but you believe you said that you believe that you can fully satisfy your man from death, from from marriage until he, I he think, passes or he yes. get divorced. I think when it comes to what you're saying, right? Um, I, I don't know if you're just speaking about sexually or just because as we change, we go through these different phases, different personalities. And I think there's a big part of it where um, 
it is not my job to satisfy him on every level at all times every day for 40 years. I think we each have a responsibility to connect with our higher being, uh, find our purpose, uh, um, and pursue the things that are going to satisfy us so that we are content um, and find the things that will bring us that contentment, right? True, so, but we're talking about sex. So, right, we're talking, about, talking sex. about sex. We're talking about sex because but, at the end of the day, right, whenever it gets down down to the nitty gritty, you're going to have sex. But you have. So, but I also see it as like you keep saying, uh, "It's chicken. <laughs> it's chicken. It's chicken. It's chicken." And we could do a lot with chicken. I get it, but I don't see it as it's just chicken. I see it as if you really are connecting vulnerably with each other in a very real, raw, honest way. You can have steak today and chicken tomorrow and a smoothie the next day and have those different levels have of a satisfaction variety. and have variety. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about, oh, dress up in a costume so you look different. I'm talking about reaching those different parts that need that satisfaction and exploring sexually. And I do, that's what's really interesting about this conversation is that uh, it's not just one that's right. 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 It's what's right for it's you and really your relationship. It really is what's right for you. Yeah. And so I do believe that there are some men out there that can be satisfied and be um, in what they're giving and what they're receiving from one woman that they've truly connected and reached that place with, that special place that says, this is it. I don't need to look for something else. I don't think that's Let all me, men. Can I add another layer But I think that's this. some men. Can I add another layer yes. to this? We had a guest on recently, Bo, who talked about how he has struggled with the woman he wants to be with, and he's monogamous. The woman he wants to be with, he sees as this wholesome, perfect woman. And the things that he mm-hmm. wants to do sexually are so filthy that he doesn't want to tarnish this this picture-perfect woman that he wants to be with the rest of his life. And I, I've talked to guys that have this kind of paradigm, especially ones that have the mistress on the side. It's mm-hmm. typically like on the, the download type one. situation yeah. where they have the mistress that they do the raunchy stuff that they don't want to do with their wife because they want to hold her in this high, perfect, untarnished regard right. and then the filthy shit I they have this other woman and, for. But at the end of the day, she's being cheated on. Well, okay, in that situation, yeah. And guess what? She probably wants those things. Yes, she probably maybe, wants to have those maybe, experiences maybe not. with him. Maybe, think, maybe not. I think that comes down to the maturity of the man to be able to lead his partner and converse with her and figure out what is it that you want? What is it that we want? What is Here's my vision for our relationship. And, you know, I want to have these experiences in the bedroom. And do you trust me? Can we work on this? Can we pursue this together? And I think that if that's, if it's going to come down to him now, again, if we're talking about someone who is monogamous and is telling the, the, the woman, the female partner, I am monogamous, this is exclusive. So if we're talking about that situation, if he's, if he would prefer to go out of the marriage instead of communicating that to her, then that's an immaturity that he needs to deal with. Um, but if it's a poly situation and you go well, in with that knowledge, then that's expected yeah, yeah, but and it's, what if, and it's what not if hurting ha- anyone. I don't know if he has, but what if he has said, hey, honey, these are the things I want us to explore together sexually. And she was not open well, to it. 
okay, in his case specifically, he's saying he didn't want to do it with his he has struggled with that where he doesn't right. even want to present those things to the woman he wants to spend the rest of his because life with. Because he'll look at her differently. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's That's not that it's not that he has presented it and she says no, it's that he doesn't want to even tarnish that. Mm. Then he has a problem because he needs to be able to be in reality. That's a and communication is, issue. That's a communication issue. And the fact mm. is, I would think now, most women... Now, why do women, you think that's a communication issue? I think it's a communication issue because he doesn't want to share that with her. And he, I think it's immature. And I don't well, know if that's the right word. what if he wasn't even able to tell her that? I mean, I if don't... He, I, I'm sorry, if he was or wasn't. He, let's just say he did present that to her. Like, there's some things I don't want to do with you because it would tarnish the way I look at you. And are you, ex- are you then okay? Then we need to know what she said and what was her response. It, I, I mean, I think if she if she wants an exclusive relationship and he comes and says, these are the things I want, and she's like, I'm never going to do that. That's a problem. And but, that's wrong. But what I'm saying is it's on his side. It's not her. It has nothing to do with her right, it's him. But it's I don't think him. he's living in, I think he's living in the fantasy that he's created about her, not in the reality of her being a whole woman who probably wants to explore her sexuality as well. I, and I agree with that a statement. Plea, and, and also please her man. He is holding a fantasy of her who that's, she's really not. That's She's not. The the no day. woman is. You could yeah. you, you could look at some, look, I mean, I don't know if you, you guys remember, but when you were virgins, did you not have crazy fantasies that were oh, just yeah. crazy sexual <laughs> insanity? Come on. Yeah, so did, don't yeah. tell me because someone's a virgin and you marry her, she's, she doesn't want to be just ravaged and taken <laughs> and, and just dominated. Like most women are going to be okay with that shit. Hell yeah. yeah. So if the man is saying, hurt. oh, I don't want to ruin this wholesome idea I have of her. Well, that's, that's on you, buddy, but don't use that as an excuse to cheat on her because you have this woman mm. right here that's ready and willing and yeah. you're saying... You don't want to do it. So that's on you. Yeah. And I just want to say, you in know. his case, he has not cheated. Okay. 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 I'm just, when I was using <laughs> I mean, che- he could be when, anyone, you know. I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. In, yeah. In, in the cheating example I was given, that was not him. I just okay. want to be clear right. about that. Like, okay. I don't want him going, what the fuck, Scarlett? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just but, but, I but think things men- like that happen often in relationships, mm-hmm. especially long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. with someone on a regular basis, you have kids with this person and you know, you have all these responsibilities and you're, again, you're growing and you want to do certain things. You know, a lot of times whenever you do present certain things that you do want to try with your partner, because you've been together and you've been doing the same funky ass moves for five, six, ten years. Well, that's the thing. That's you the know, problem. I think that it, it shouldn't become that. I, I think there's yeah. a lot of, but in reality, it does. In, in reality, theory, it, does. it sounds great, right? But right. in reality, and that you of, get so overwhelmed with life. Life and kids a lot of people yeah. now maybe have sex once um there's so many sexless marriages absolutely so but i think for me a- it just makes sense to say hey listen i totally understand again there's boundaries within that relationship mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. say hey either we do it together right now or a- you do it i don't want to know or hey you can have your little side piece. I'm going to have mine. And we always come together. Well, and right that's here. something we haven't talked about How either. Do you even within that. Even within the non monogamy lifestyle, there's so many ways that you can slice that pie. Right. And it could be just on one partner's side because there might be a monogamous partner that says, hey, I'm only wanting to be with you, Absolutely. but you do you. Whatever Absolutely, you need. Yeah. I have a question now. Yeah. What if that was the case? Say if you were married now and. 
um, you were like, I've had enough of this dry, pale chicken. I need something different. <laughs> Unseasoned chicken. Mm-hmm. I need some steak. Mm-hmm. And he was not open to that lifestyle. What do you do? That was first my exact off, situation. First ah, off, okay, I want to hear. But first off, I would not enter a relationship with at this someone. point. But what if when right. you entered, you you didn't know that it was going to become what it became? That's exactly the situation. So what I'm happens? In. Exactly, yeah. and I've and I've done that. I, again, I was younger, mm-hmm. but since since then, that was my only monogamous relationship. After I got divorced at what, I think I was 29. So you guys weren't poly at the end or anything like that? No, no, no. It was strictly monogamous for 17 years. Okay. Once I got divorced and I literally explored myself, Mm -hmm. I just knew, just like Scarlett said, that I can totally be with you in 100%, but I don't want to, just because I'm with you, and just because you're with me doesn't mean we can't still explore sexual experiences with other people. Whether we do it together, as in going to swingers clubs, you can do a hard switch, soft swap, which is we both are fucking other couples. If a, if my if I meet a partner today and he's totally in awe with me and says, I'm okay with you going out and doing your thing, but I'm right here. I just want to fuck you. That's okay. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent, that's okay. And and who knows? Maybe the roles could be reversed where he's like, where I'm like, no, I just want to be with you. Sex is amazing right now. But not all the time I want to give head. Not all the time I feel like having sex. Not all the time I feel like I'm being fucked in the ass. You go over there. Get what you need, because at the end of the day, men don't have sex for the same reasons we do. Mm-hmm. We get involved emotionally and all right. that extra bullshit. Right. Men, <laughs> they're fucking for a nut. It's, it's a thing. So yeah. I know at the end of the day, the girl that he's going to to fuck in the ass, that's all it is. He hasn't created any emotional ties with her. But going back to how there's a million ways to slice this pie, you could have a... a- a scenario where it, that's okay also it is if you want to go create emotional ties which somebody with me is going to have to be okay with that because right. it's all intertwined for me and, and at the end of the day again just because we are together and he's experiencing something with someone else again i am not everything so if i am if i if he and absolutely enjoys a topic that I know nothing about mm-hmm. and he's able to, to have that conversation, that deep conversation with another female and it turns sexual. Great. I love that for him. I, I know in my spirit as a woman, I can't fulfill his every need. Mm-hmm. And if she is giving him that gift, that is amazing to me because he's getting what he needs for his entire spirit that I'm not able to. What I can give him is knowing that, hey, baby, I love you enough unconditionally that you can go have that experience with her because I know I can't give you that. And I would want him to feel this same way with me. If I want to talk about fucking, y'all know I love conspiracy stuff and he's not into that and I have 
deep, great conversations with a guy, I want him to be happy for me. Oh my gosh, babe, I just met the awesome guy and we were talking about this, this, and this and everything was there. I'm probably going to end up fucking him. It's going to be great. (laughs) I want him to be happy for me because that is not in him. I want him to love me that unconditionally where he understands that See, it's interesting that you it say is. unconditionally because I, I think I I translate unconditionally to something different. Uh, and it's interesting to see that it makes sense in that definition uh, for you, uh, what you, what you just described. Right. I think when it says, when we say unconditional, I think it's going to involve a little bit of sacrifice, a little bit of doing things that are for the sake of the other person. Uh, not doing something that you might want to do once in a while, you know, because you love that person so much, you're willing to go through that little bit of discomfort um, to make sure that that person is satisfied. Well, and at I'm the not end of the ab- day, uh, to me, unconditional means there are no conditions to you receiving my love mm-hmm. other than the boundaries that I have. Boundaries to me are different, mm-hmm. you know, But I love you so much, I would not want to take away certain life experiences. That, to me, is what I mean. It's interesting because I know there's been couples that, say, for example, um, the woman gets into a horrible crash and she's paralyzed or something and she can't have sex. Um, Not that that's the case, but, you know, you you can have sex if you're paralyzed. I don't know. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't. But for whatever reason, she can't. Right. Right. And she tells him, honey, go. I, I don't right. expect this from you. This is too much to ask of you. Go find someone and enjoy Absolutely. yourself. And that man says, no, I'm, you are the only one I want. And if it means not having it, then so be it. Because I, I want to love you and I want to be there for you unconditionally. And I'm not going to bring someone else in because I truly commit to you. That's unconditional love. Absolutely. Just like her is unconditional love to Saying, offer that exactly right i know this is my situation i love you so much mm-hmm. that i wouldn't want to take those experiences okay. so it's how the you. love so does it make your him translation a of love. lesser man for him to go find another woman i don't think it makes him a lesser man i think it comes down to the individual individual and the circumstance i think um i think there's a uh does he, he love her less if, if he, he does takes that? off, not takes off, or you know, what goes, if he's still there? Gets that satisfaction. But he's, right. he's got he's being he's non-monogamous. Right. I don't think he's a lesser man because she's given him explicit directive to do it. I think I personally would hope. I want to believe that there's a man who wouldn't do it. <laughs> I want to believe there that are, a man. There, I believe there are men. I believe there are men are sexual creatures. And again, they're I not there are men that are women. Do it. But also, yeah. but why is that important? Right. Why is it important? I think it's... Because I feel like that's like a fairy tale that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. And all the Disney princesses movies that we grew up with is, is they meet, you know, they fall in love and they live happily ever after. Type thing. I, I don't know. I I think there's that story <laughs> that we all, you know, we're all raised with that kind of influence from media. And, what does and, it say to you that your husband is with someone else? What does that translate to you? To me, that would mean that. OK, so for me to imagine myself actually married, uh-huh. right, um, I would have had 
he would have had to provide an emotional safety for me. Okay. And so that means that you're not going to pull the rug out from under me. That but we're why does go that in, mean that that's pulling the rug out? That if we're you. going into a relationship with certain expectations of each other, then we're going to stick to those expectations. Uh, so do you wait? Do you mean if I'm well, sick okay, and so, I, yeah, he goes let's out? Let's take this scenario where yeah. the, the paralyzed situation okay. where you've said it's okay. I don't expect this from you. Mm-hmm. And he goes and does that. The well, question is, what what does that conjure in that, you? Because you're saying, I I really hope there's well, a guy that actually would not do it. If I was if I was actually paralyzed, I would feel like I fucked up, and I lost what the if, ability to. Um, what if just, it had nothing to do? What if a drunk driver hit you and you had no? Oh, I'd still manage to blame myself, but that's another. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that's a whole other that's a whole other therapy session (laughs) no no um i i you know what does it mean to me if he decided i need to go have sex you know if i was in that situation i would think that i I tell you my i I tell you my opinion real fast there's a there's a small (laughs) part of me that would probably think he always wanted to do that and he found a reason um, and I think that would also. What if that's true? What if that's a hundred percent true? Then he, man, then he lied about what he was about. Because if you're telling me from the beginning that you're monogamous, that, but I mean, let's realistically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is it? I think probably safe to say that a lot of men fantasize about other women, of course, and that even if they would never act on it ever, they still have that desire. Okay. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it. a lot. I, I mean, we, we have to look at it like what a, what a lot means. Not, you know? I would say most men. We're generalizing are, here. Obviously, not right. every man is the same. Obviously. But, but I don't, I, I think that we're not bred to just be with one woman. I disagree. Because, I mean, I there's, think they, but they, but they have been throughout history. There are, there are, those and periods of time where it was okay. And there are still cultures today that it's okay to have a second wife. But even within those cultures, not all men choose to have a second wife. Mm-hmm. A yes. lot of them still choose to commit to that one person. Mm-hmm. And there's stories of that in the Bible. There's story of that throughout history, political figures, kings and queens. You know, so I don't believe that there's a, a blanket statement of whether men were born to be monogamous or not. I think that they can be inspired to I'm be not one or just the men. other. I feel like or women humans, too. humans, humans, you know, I think there's have, so many of us. Yeah. I think that's, that that's a society. But I thing think Athena has a point in saying that some people just prefer to be monogamous. It's, I think that's it's what preference. they're inspired to be. You know, I think it's what, I think it's what but they're inspired to be. And I think also going back to the question though, what mm-hmm. if he did have that desire your entire marriage and didn't act on it until you gave permission? So what, like what I, is that? What does I that would mean? Feel about like, him? I would feel like he wasn't honest that if he, so if meaning if you're you're if you're saying if you're asking if he um always wanted to go hook up with other women while he was married to me and me being paralyzed i see as his excuse to go do so or it is his excuse to go do so it's not an excuse you gave him permission because of the the circumstances okay but then she said right but he already he always wanted to do it right but so like you said earlier 
then he was being he sacrificed. I was going to say. He sacrificed like all a... of those urges. Well, then he should have, don't you think that he should have been honest and said, you know what, honey, I prefer Polly, but I want to commit to but you. But that's not and a poly. To you. me, that's not Maybe a poly. Rela- that's not a lifestyle. Maybe he doesn't prefer Polly. Right. He just he, wants to go hook up with a random woman. Every it's now, possible. sometimes he might not, he might want to eat steak or a burger instead of chicken every night. Every now and then. Well, it's but isn't that, that a, sh- isn't that a higher compliment to you that he wanted to do that, but and he, he sacrificed still, still committed all of those needs and was still monogamous to you? I don't know if that's. A compliment I think you need to, to determine like why does he feel that way? You know, like why are you why because do you want to human? Why do you want to hook up with these other but, women? But humans have a desire to kill each other every now and then. That doesn't justify doing it. True, but most humans don't. But most right? humans, but many do. So uh, the thing is. If, you know, a desire to me, and that's the thing. Okay, so then if it's a desire to be with more than one person, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm saying you need to be clear with your partner and about honest what you want. about yeah. what you want. Just for the, the sake beginning. of fairness. Yeah. Just for the sake of fairness. But isn't it fair now, to if say you're not aware of it, desires if you're not to be with other people, just because you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. if you see a hot guy walking down the street, you're telling me that you're not like, damn, I wonder what it's like to fuck him. No. Does that mean I that you have no. no. Most people are not like no. that. No. Y'all don't, y'all don't do that? No. I mean, I'm single, so yes, I fucking Sometimes do. I but if I'm exactly. Not all Coco, time, you do it. Not don't play with me. Wait a minute. Once in a while, but not all the time. Exactly. Not so does that time. mean every time you're maybe, walking with your partner and you're like, damn. No, I don't fun. think that. Does that, that mean that you have to sit there and say, hey, honey, I, think, I just fantasized 30 seconds no. ago about fucking this no, random dude. No, I think there's a point where you tell yourself i'm not going to think about that because i've committed to this person but if that's so you're you're telling me even if you commit your physical body you're saying that your mental body is theirs so here's also here's an analogy right so say if i'm on a diet and i want to lose weight i love cake right i do too i like cake too but i'm trying to avoid sugar i'm trying to avoid sugar so what are we going to do I'm going to make sure that if I see cake, I'm going to just look away and keep walking and go find my salad. <laughs> right? But at the end of the day, deeper. you still want cake. It gets deeper. No, no. Because um, well, now, first of all, once can you we just go, say that, if you that commit, we're probably all trying to do that? I'm having I'm cake tonight. tonight. Now. Well, not tonight. We're but, not no, being very successful really good at this. Ad- wait, this is a really good analogy. Y'all know I don't like cake, but I am like that This is a really good analogy. But I feel like this is going to make our point. So here we go. Here we go. Wait, just stick with me for a minute. Okay, okay. You're talking about foods. Okay, right. so I see a cake sitting over there, and you know I see a bakery, right? In New York, there's a bakery everywhere. So you see a bakery. I'm not going to go into that bakery because it, why put myself around cake when I'm trying to stick to salads and veggies and chicken? So I'm gonna go get my salad, right? Now, am I gonna allow myself? Is the thought of cake gonna come to me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Damn, I want to have some cake, but you know what? Okay. I'm, I'm going to change so, my mindset Athena, because I want to commit to this. That's my point. So as I continue exactly to, wait, 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 wait. as I continue to retrain my mind to think, to say, no, that's nice. And it's fun to think about, but I know that's going to hurt me if I indulge. So I'm going to stick to this. Mm-hmm. You no longer desire the cake as much when you get the sugar out of your blood system. Your body stops craving for that because you're now committed to caring for yourself enough to live a healthier lifestyle. And then so once did you, you just try to so sell... So does that not mean... <laughs> did you just try 
trying to sell monogamy by comparing it to I, I no, I'm comparing it. Really. No, not Athena, monogamy. I think that's that was good. Idea. I think that's what she tried to do. <laughs> Athena, that was good. No, I'm specifically speaking about <laughs> am I going to imagine how a man feels fucking me every time I pass a man while I have a man that I've committed to and he's committed to me and we've made it clear that we are monogamous, monogamous and exclusive. Why would I continue to entertain the thoughts of other men? Because that's torment. I'm going to be tormenting myself. But why can't and it's you going to take become that very same difficult. fantasy? Because right? it's not in me to, to have that cake same, every day. Same fantasy. I mean, it is. And fuck your <laughs> man with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> why can't you take that same fantasy and fuck your husband with that same fantasy? Because I could, yeah, of course, you could take whatever fantasy and fuck your husband and enjoy that. But if I'm going to be thinking about another man and I'm going to go home and pleasure myself thinking about every man I see in the street, I'm not, I'm disconnecting from what I could be developing oh, yeah. see, with my no. husband. And That's so for exactly me, why we're if so I'm gonna, different. Well, there you go. Ah, I'm, 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 I'm going to be with my man and I, there has been times, again, my last few relationships were, were open. I've been with my dude and i'm like damn this dude is hot as soon as i go home you give him what you thought about giving the other dude not all the time sometimes i don't want to have sex i just want to be with myself mm -hmm. in that moment my dude has walked in on me pleasing myself he's like well, what's going on over here let me join and i'm like nah i got something going on right now <laughs> let me finish this and then you wait can your, join. Your turn. So I think well, to wrap or vice up, versa, you know. I think to wrap up the non-monogamous argument, I think what Athena has said is that we can have our cake and eat it too. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. And then you can have all your cake and eat it too. Yes. But I'm gonna limit the cake. She said she's on a dick diet. I need, all right. I need a little more salad. Let's in my ring life. the bell. Ding ding ding. <laughs> Why don't we ask the the producer? Producer. Uh, yeah. Ask what the do producer. you think? Who do you think? Which side do you think won oh, the argument oh, oh, here today? Oh, oh. The monogamous or the non-monogamous <laughs> team? I, I think uh, monogamy made some good points. Okay. Some mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. I had never thought about, but I'm going. I'm going on the other You're side. You're going yeah. non-monogamous. Of course. Now, are you non-monogamous? Yes. Okay. Oh, well. oh. Okay. and have you been that way as long as you can remember? Or did this, like, did you have a revelation at some point? No, it was always that way. I think, uh, like, uh, when I was younger, I was a cheater. Oh. I, but, you know, so like you later on in life. So you pretended to be right, right. monogamous. Yeah. And then one day you were like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, that it was, this uh, is not who this, you are. Right. This is what I'm supposed to do. And then at some point I realized that's just bullshit. So do you think it's more beneficial in your relationships to be non-monogamous? Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Do you? Oh, here, here's another question then. <laughs> do you feel that your relationships that are poly really grow as deep as they can if you're committing that time and energy to one person. Yeah, I think uh, because, at least with me, my personality is so varied that if I find people that align with a specific part of me, that that relationship will grow 10 times more because we're not focused on any of the other stuff. We're just like taking the thing that links us together and making that stronger. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, but I just wonder if you're committing to one person and so you're sharing all of you with that one person instead of that one part of you. Well, I would say I wouldn't necessarily accept that premise that you can't share all of you with right. your partner. 
again, it goes back to interest. So, again, I can share, I can be uh, with this one person, but if he doesn't like talking about certain things and I can get that field from someone else, that doesn't mean that that I don't love him any less or, and or we don't have a to, deeper connection. All right, we're it getting back into that, it. Yeah. Okay. We, we already... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We, 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 we got to part two. Yeah, right? We, we each have our own Yeah, things. this is good. It's good. It's a good discussion, though. Very good discussion. <laughs> well, thanks for putting your, your two cents in, producer. My pleasure. <laughs> yes, thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> so with that, whether it be one partner or many, you do you. Happy honest. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. And if you love this, don't forget to leave a rating and review. To connect with us and ask questions, visit us at goodbadhorrible.com.